Hello and welcome once again to Got the Boot, the podcast where we tell the tales of the football managers who didn't quite make the cut and are soon back on the managerial merry-go-round. This episode is a little bit different to previous ones because we're going to mention more than one manager. It's becoming more and more common to have multiple bosses at one club during a season, but just over 10 years ago it was still quite rare. It's what happened at one of English football's biggest teams, ending up in the most dramatic fall from grace. Newcastle United and the Premier League, this is where it ends. Newcastle United are relegated. The current situation at Newcastle United is looking quite rosy. A takeover by Saudi billionaires looks close to completion, making them one of the Premier League's richest clubs. Rewind 12 years though, things weren't as rosy. For two successive years, they'd finished in the bottom half of the table and the three permanent managers since the legendary Sir Bobby Robson left St James's Park had not lived up to expectations. But the Magpies now had a fan favourite at the helm. Kevin Keegan started his second spell in charge in January 2008 and had done okay. The 08-09 season though was the one the supporters wanted to see genuine progress. Instead, trouble started brewing before a ball was even kicked. When Keegan went back to Newcastle, someone else arrived too. Dennis Wise, the former Chelsea midfielder and well-known angry human, left his job at Leeds to become director of football at St James's Park. In 2020, a director of football doesn't seem too strange, but back then it was still a relative unknown on English shores. The appointment was treated with scepticism. Both Wise and Keegan insisted the manager would have the final say on all matters regarding the squad. But this arrangement showed signs of cracking a couple of months later, when Keegan stated his squad could not get Champions League football, let alone challenge for the title, unless he got financial backing, which he was not receiving. Which brings us to the start of the 2008-09 season, one that will live long in the memory for any Newcastle fan for all the wrong reasons. The season actually started okay, a one-all draw with defending champions Manchester United and a 1-0 win at home to Bolton. Unfortunately, that's where the good news stops. A 3-0 loss to Arsenal followed and then five days later, Keegan left. The relationship between him, Dennis Wise and most importantly, the owner Mike Ashley had broken down. He claimed he had limited control over transfers and the board were interfering. He was particularly unhappy about James Milner being sold to Aston Villa and who came in as replacements. More on that in a moment. We're true fans, we've gone through turmoils before, but this, this, is, this is the real pits. I don't know what Mike Ash is playing at, like, but Keegan, Keegan understands the passion, man. On it, like he says, when he come back, Keegan, he says, I sat there watching Kevin Keegan and the lads, it's like taking a load of stress off you and that, man, but not now. He's a good manager, he's took me all the way before and he's made some good signings. He's been promised money, but he hasn't got it so far. The fans were furious, blaming Ashley and Wise for the mess. A couple of attempts at reconciliation were made, but to no avail. Newcastle were managerless, with the season only three games old. Fast forward a year and Kevin Keegan was awarded a £2 million payout at a Premier League arbitration panel. The club confessed they'd lied to the media, public and staff and all the statements they made about Keegan was purely PR. They tell you one thing, they mean another. That you try and sign a player, you have a, 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 I had a phone call for about an hour to buy a player 
after I went off the phone, they had another conference call together and said, right, we don't offer two million, we offer a million, they'll reject it, and that's it. The panel found that Dennis Wise had asked him to scout a player called Nacho Gonzalez 24 hours before the transfer window closed. Not ideal, but part and parcel of being a football manager, I guess. Wise, though, wanted the scouting to be done on YouTube. What? Bro, what are you talking about, man? I mean, I can do that. You can do that. Anyone with an internet connection could go on YouTube to watch a three-minute montage of a footballer. I think it's safe to say they're not usually accurate reflections of a player's ability. Keegan didn't want to sign him because, you know, he'd never even heard of him. Plus, the video quality was poor as well. But hey, who cares what the manager thinks? He was brought in on loan, going back on previous assurances, and it proved to be the final straw. Now, Dennis Wise refused to take sole responsibility for this, and he said that this left his career in tatters. Which is true, he's not managed at the highest level since, and he's only resurfaced recently, giving an ever-so-inspiring team talk for an under-17 side, which was 3-0 down at half-time. Put him <coughs> in that f row over there. You have my permission to put them two f over there. Let's get back to the matter in hand now, and after Kevin Keegan's departure, Chris Hewton stepped up for two games as caretaker. Then came the announcement of a new manager to take the club to the next level. Unfortunately for Newcastle, they'd gone back to the 90s to get him, and they really should have bought a swear box too. I work hard with the players, give them confidence, um, open things. I'm an honest guy, I say what I think, um, and I'm pussyfoot around with things. Joe Kinnear had been out of work for almost five years before being offered the Newcastle job, initially on a one-month contract. He hadn't managed at a Premier League club for ten. He immediately made a good impression by swearing on live television on the BBC's Football Focus. A few days later, he faced the media, and let's just say he didn't hold back. I'm not going to play any audio from the press conference, because with the amount of swearing that happened, I'd have to make it sound like this. Kinnear was less than pleased with some of the reporting of his appointment. He swore over 70 times in the rant in front of the media. When Newcastle's press officer tried to keep all of this off the record, Kinnear said it could all be published, whilst refusing to speak to national journalists anymore. One win in October followed, but that was enough to keep him as boss at St James's until November. He even claimed the 22nd of that month would be D-Day for his role and the potential sale of the club. In the end, nothing happened sale-wise, but Kinnear was kept on for the remainder of the season. Amidst more boardroom shenanigans, Newcastle went on a six-match unbeaten run, <coughs> sitting in 12th position in the table. Unfortunately, what followed was a six-match winless run, dropping them back down to 15th. Oh dear, we are in trouble. In this time, Joe Kinnear looked to strengthen his squad. Peter Lovenkratz, Kevin Nolan and Ryan Taylor arrived during the January transfer window. Taylor arrived at St James's Park from Wigan, in part exchange for Charles Nzogbia, who'd made it clear that he wanted to leave. The final straw came after Kinnear mispronounced his name during an interview, in which he called him Charles Insomnia. The less said about this and the Johan Kebab incident a few years later, the better. But if you've never heard that, here it is. Toyota, Ben Afra, Johan Kebab, Sissoko, they're very solid in that game. The big blow, though, was star goalkeeper Shea Given leaving for Manchester City. He was one of the Premier League's top shot stoppers. You know a goalkeeper is good when he's getting praised after a 5-1 defeat. That's what Given got after the loss to Liverpool in December. The decision to sell would haunt the Magpies. On the 7th of February, Joe Kinnear was taken ill, and he eventually needed a triple heart bypass operation. He was out of action for the rest of the season. 
Chris Hewton once again took on the role as caretaker, but the drift down the table continued. By the end of March, Newcastle were in the relegation zone. It was time for a last throw of the dice by Mike Ashley. He turned to a club legend to try and salvage their Premier League status. Shearer will fancy another blast. Right angle for him. Shearer hits it all! An absolute thunderbolt from Alan Shearer! I don't want this to be about me. It's not about me. It's about this football club. I was asked to see if I can help them stay in this division and, and that's why I'm here. I love the football club um, and with a little bit of luck because it's going to be tough, we've got a tough running, some really hard games but um, I believe we can do it. I believe we've got a set of players here who at the minute are low on confidence. That's my job now to try and change that. Alan Shearer, off of Match of the Day and Newcastle Hero, got the job for the final eight games. The fans loved it, and they were confident he was the man to get them out of trouble. Supporters were particularly delighted that Dennis Wise resigned from his director of football role as soon as Shearer was appointed. We wouldn't hear from him again until the Kevin Keegan arbitration panel later on that year. The honeymoon period lasted precisely one game. A 2-0 loss to Chelsea made the situation worse. In fact, in the first five games out of that final eight, only two points were gained. Everything was on a knife edge. Game six was a local derby against Middlesbrough, who were also in deep relegation trouble. Ball standing there, and that's it wrapped up. It's love and France. It's 3-1. A 3-1 victory got Newcastle out of the relegation zone. For a brief moment, it looked like Shearer would pull off a great escape. Losing to Fulham five days later put that back into doubt. It turned the last game of the season away at Aston Villa into a win-or-bust situation. As you probably figured out by now, the match didn't go to plan. Now to Barry. Oh, a little deflection! Gareth Barry may claim the goal, but it certainly flicked someone on the way through and Harper was beaten. How costly is that? Newcastle United are relegated. From Kevin Keegan to Alan Shearer, Newcastle United's 2008-09 season was a disaster, pretty much from start to finish. When the board, coaching staff and even players get embroiled in controversy, it's never going to end well. Fortunately for Magpies fans, Chris Hewton took on the job of getting them out of the championship and succeeded straight away. Quite telling that only the caretaker managed any club after this debacle. Another relegation has happened since, as well as an immediate return to the elite level. Things certainly aren't boring up the tune. Perhaps with a takeover imminent, life will become a bit more peaceful. Knowing Newcastle, though, this will only be just the beginning. And that's it for this episode. Thanks so much for listening as always. Make sure you leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and SoundCloud and go and follow us on Twitter and Instagram too. We've got the boot pod. And if you have any suggestions for which manager we should be profiling next, drop us an email, gottheboopodcast at gmail.com. Thanks again and see you soon. Hold up. 